0: Today's We learn a b'raisa at the top of Amr Aleph citing a halacha, that if a man has relations with his sister-in-law meaning his wife's sister his wife does not become prohibited to him the b'raisa has quotes a pasuk, the word ota to prove its point and then explains why do we need the pasuk in the first place, perhaps we could resolve this question and this discussion using logic alone the Gemara says, the logic alone could not prove this point, since the situation of what the Gemara calls an isr kal, a lighter prohibition, where a relationship with the woman prohibited by a, by a quote unquote, light prohibition, the result is ne'eser ha'oser, that the one who causes the prohibition to happen themselves becomes prohibited. And kal v'chomer, how much more so, using this Kal v'chomer argument, in a more stringent prohibition, where the woman is prohibited to the man on a much more Severe scale such as the wife's sister, then for sure it's going to prohibit as well. So the Gemara says, therefore we wouldn't have been come to the same conclusion. The bright had to quote a pasuk, a verse, an explicit verse. To teach its point the case of the light prohibition is then debated what is this case and one of the suggestions was we're discussing the isha sota a woman who is suspected of having a relationship outside of her marriage and was warned by her husband not to seclude herself with that man and she didn't listen so what did she have to do She has to undergo this whole process in the temple in the Beit dash of drinking the sota waters and up until that moment she's actually not allowed to be together not only not with her suspected adulterer but not with her Husband, either, or vice versa. And this is how the Halacha is quoted by the rambam in the laws of Sotah. Perik this woman must drink the bitter waters upon being warned in order to resolve the situation one way or another and move ahead. And if she's innocent, then she can she can go back to be with her husband. And ignoring this. And ignoring to be secluded with the suspected adulterer, that's what causes her to drink it. what what happens, however, if she does not drink the soda waters at this point, either because her husband didn't want to put her through the procedure or she refused to drink. So the lacha is she is now prohibited forever to be with the suspected adulterer, just like she is prohibited to be with her husband. The question, the is why if her husband is not having her drink the sota waters, she is able, she's also Prohibited to the suspected adulterer. She's claiming innocence. And she's saying uh, she's saying she's innocent. So she should drink the waters to prove her point, to prove that it, it's only her husband who's preventing her. So this question was raised by the Chelkas Mechokek, in the commentary on the Shuknarh and addressed by the Bishmo. That once she has been warned. Once she's been warned not to have this seclusion not to have this yichud with the other man and she has been caught with him she can only resolve the doubt about whether she had a relationship by drinking the sota waters the catch is that she can only do this with her husband's consent and there's no alternative path not crying or any not crying out or anything else so the message here is that when someone wounds somebody else in a relationship that that deeply here we're talking about integrity in a relationship the root of which is dishonesty it can be it can be plainly irreparable there's nothing you could do we can't expect the person who thinks they were lied to to just move on and accept an apology should we should we be forgiving in relationships certainly we should but trust is the rock it's the source It's the base of any successful relationship it must be earned and maintained to keep it the marriage and the relationship strong and viable.